Hello and welcome to the Sean Morgan Report. I'm your host, Sean Morgan. I'm here alone for this broadcast. I'm sometimes with my guest, uh, Jim Cutler, but he was stuck out in the uh, ocean today sailing his sailboat. And uh, I just want to say that we are here every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And I also want to make sure that you support our sponsor, Sovereign Advisors. And right now is a hot time for silver. We're going to be talking about that. Um, specifically, I want to start talking about the GameStop phenomenon. Actually, if you look at uh, GameStop today, uh, at this moment, it's up 11%, but at one time it was up 20 and 30% for the day. And the day before that, it was down 60%. So it's one day it's up a bunch and next day it's down a bunch. It's just a roller coaster ride, but way off of its lows of 300 to $400 a share. And here's an interesting uh, thing that came out on Crazy Days and Nights. For those of you who are not familiar with C-Dan or Crazy Days and Nights, it's a blog from an entertainment lawyer in Los Angeles who has a lot of inside information. And he talks about the dark and seedy side of uh, celebrities and actors and so forth. Well, he had this post, which just came out, and he talked about... Uh, you know, first he posts the uh, the paragraph, and then days later he posts who he's actually talking about. So on January 28th, he wrote, "I love how the celebrity CEO says he's for the retail investor, but was the person behind the 500,000 dump of stock in that inflated company that netted him 187 million late yesterday? He knew they were going to shut off the spigots today, and so." Today or yesterday, the blind item was revealed that it was Elon Musk and GameStop. So all the while that Elon Musk was on Twitter and he was saying that he supports the retail traders and he can't believe what Robinhood investment app is doing and shorts should be illegal and all this stuff. According to CDAN, this entertainment lawyer, Elon Musk was playing all of us and he was uh, shorting the stock and profiting, profiting off of it. And so uh, that's just something to think about. It's not some kind of confirmed report. It's just a rumor, really. Uh, but Crazy Days and Nights has been very, very good with its sources in the past, and that's why I give it enough credibility to put it on the show. So uh, GameStop is not the only stock that's being targeted. If you look here... Uh, on the bottom right, you have AMC is down 3 to 4% for the day. BlackBerry is up 8%. Nokia is down 3%. So some of these most shorted stocks are, are doing some pretty wide fluctuations. I'm going to keep you updated every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern time on AmericanMediaPeriscope.net about what's going on with this financial warfare, because it is really fascinating that some of these hedge funds have already lost you know, half or all of their um, capital investments uh, during this time, and they're seeking to recoup their costs by manipulating the market. And so that's what you saw yesterday with 60% down in GameStop. Uh, but you know, there are a lot of people out there that are holding the stock, refuse to sell, and so same thing with these other uh, targeted stocks like AMC and BlackBerry and Nokia. So 
Um, I'm going to wait to see how this plays out and report back and see who actually wins in the end. Is it going to be the retail traders from Reddit and the Wall Street bets, or is it going to be the hedge funds and the big banks? I'll, I'll keep you updated. In the meantime, uh, there's an interesting phenomenon going on with silver. Uh, this post on Gab talks about the fact that, you know, if you go, you know, today to look at the spot price of silver, the paper market, it's $26.11 per ounce. But if you go to JM Bullion and you try to buy a coin, it's going to be $38.85 an ounce. So it's 48% premium over the spot price. So that's just showing you how divergent these markets are. And um, I think it's a really bullish sign for silver, the fact that the, the retail silver is running out and, and people are willing to pay such a high premium. And this is an interesting topic that I love to talk about because this is a lot better, I think, to, to take out the deep state this way rather than with these uh, shorted stocks. Like let's take AMC theaters, for example. Hey, long-term, are people going to be going to the movies more now that people have big, big screen TVs and streaming, uh, services in their own house? You know, it looks like long-term probably movie theaters aren't going to do that well. And so is it really fundamentally a good stock to have long-term? You know, probably not. AMC's also, you know, predominantly owned by Chinese investors. So it's not going to really take down the deep state whenever you invest in, in AMC. But the silver market is a completely different story. First of all, the silver market is extremely small. We're talking about like $50 billion or something like that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you can move the needle for, you know, retail investors like ourselves, regular citizens who go out there and buy physical silver. Uh, we're actually making a difference in this marketplace. Uh, unlike when you maybe buy one uh, one share of GameStop stock or something like that. And then what you gain when you get that physical silver is you get something that's been used for thousands of years for uh, for value and for money. And um, and this these crazy paper uh, futures markets that are traded back and forth between the big banks, they can only suppress that price for so long. So it's nice that in the end, as a long-term investment, silver makes sense. Whereas with GameStop, which is like the blockbuster of video games, maybe the long-term fundamentals aren't really good. So I really like this whole silver play for the retail investors. I'm not a financial advisor, but definitely talk, get a free silver consultation with, with our sponsor, Sovereign Advisors, in the, in the description below. But um, I like this play because um, this could cause JP Morgan and a lot of the other big banks to lose a lot of money, and it could cause uh, the silver miners, the people who own silver, uh, to to make a lot of money. And uh, so especially if the White Hats and the Alliance start to get involved here, we're talking people with significant financial resources to move a market. If at a very critical time, uh, they decide to dump their money into the silver market and demand physical delivery, then it could just really, really, really uh, change the price of silver. And it could help a lot of people who have been believing in gold and silver as real money 
It's going to help those regular people. Now, also, uh, there are different ways of looking at this. You know, China has a lot of uh, gold and silver. Uh, India has a lot of gold and silver. And central banks do hold a significant amount of gold, uh, not so much silver. Uh, so it's not like, you know, one side wins and the other side loses. But I think this could, you know, the long-term trend, the more the United States uh, prints trillions of dollars and takes on trillions of dollars of debt, uh, then there's going to be inflation. The value of the dollar is going to go lower, and it just makes silver and gold look more attractive to protect your long-term savings. So, so silver is cool as a short-term um, play right now as the inventories are low. Um, and it's great as a long-term investment to protect your savings uh, for, you know, whether it's this year, next year, or the next decade, that uh, everything finally gets unwound with the central bank uh, crazy money printing and inflation and everything. So I wanted to show you another um, graph here about how the silver market is manipulated. Take a look at this, I suppose, was a, a graph from from just uh, yeah February fourth that was just yesterday, and so you can see here that there's um, there's a a pretty strong trend line, and then there are these just really really strong dips that just kind of spring right back to the to the trend line, and so uh, someone made a meme out of this showing J P Morgan and who knows what other big banks are involved in this manipulation, but they're just trying to through manipulative trading practices, bat down the price of silver. But they're not successful. Uh, if you look at the um, if you look at the graph, I mean, the, the, the price recovers quite quickly. Uh, but it does shock the market in the short term and gets people wondering what the heck's going on here. Why is the price going down? Why are people selling? Uh, so I wanted to show you that. This is an interesting, switching gears to politics now, uh, this is an interesting um, post here from Time Magazine. And Time Magazine put out an article basically saying, hey, you know, everything Trump said about the election being rigged and cheating, that's not true, you know, but there was a well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industries and ideologies, working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change the rules and the laws, steer the media coverage and control the flow of information. But they weren't rigging the election. No, 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 no. They were fortifying it. They were fortifying it as if a cabal of well-funded, powerful people is democratic. It's just crazy. It's basically a confession from the deep state that this uh, election was rigged and they put it right in your faces in Time Magazine. Also talking about politics, I wanted to – I'm just taking a look at the World Affairs Brief, uh, which is a uh, newsletter that I get. It's actually an anti-Q guy who, who writes the World Affairs Brief. Uh, I, I don't hold that against him. He's, he's entitled to his own opinion. But he did summarize quite well what the impeachment defense is going to be for President Trump. Still unsure. Probably he's, he's not going to show up in person. Uh, but uh, here's the basis of the um, 
of the defense. So first of all, number one, Trump did not incite because he gave speeches and posted videos that said, go in peace and blah, blah, blah. And number two, the Senate lacks the jurisdiction because, you know, President Trump, he's not in office anymore. The Constitution says that impeachment's only for someone who was in office. And so that's the argument there. Number three, it's not unusual to challenge electoral votes. So I'm not going to go into detail about that one. And number four, the absence of a chief justice signals bias trial. So it's just unconstitutional. It's unconstitutional because the chief justice is supposed to preside over the Senate impeachment, but he's refusing to. So if he's not going to show up and we're not going to do this by constitutional rules, then the whole thing is unconstitutional. So that's the summary. Uh, today is a bit of a shorter show. Uh, just a quick update. This really is has been a time of uh, silence from the Trump camp, right? I mean, sure, there's been a few tweets from uh, Donald Trump Jr., but uh, if you look at the official Telegram channel for the president, he just releases an official statement every couple of days, and it's nothing that's uh, too crazy. So, so Trump and his allies are staying quiet. They're not letting anyone know their next move. They're not telegraphing anything. They're not rallying the troops, so to speak. I mean, all those 80 million supporters of Trump, they're just waiting waiting for the next thing to be said, uh, the next guidance from, from a leader. And Trump is purposefully not doing that. And of course, every day and every week and every month that Trump stays silent, he actually loses some of his uh, support from his base because his base wants someone who's going to be outspoken and who's going to stand up for them. So I don't see this as a long-term strategy from Trump. This is a short-term art of war strategy. Basically, don't let the enemy know uh, what's going on. Don't give them uh, something that they can attack. So since Trump has been silent. And since Trump has not been in office, the ratings for CNN has gone through the floor. They just have no one to attack and nothing to say anymore. And people are losing interest. And so this strategy is somewhat working in the short term. But I re really think it's, it's, it is for the short term. And we're going to see Trump step up and show us what his next move is going to be. Is it going to be Trump staying low while the military takes the next move? Is Trump going to roll out uh, something to demonstrate his political power, such as rolling out a new social media platform or rolling out a new uh, media alternative media platform or really starting to get involved in Republican politics? Some people have even rumored that, that Trump could run for Congress and become the Speaker of the House eventually. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I really think, you know, I'm kind of waiting on the military intervention side. But the truth is that Trump is a kingmaker. He still has the ability to endorse Republican candidates so that they win office and has the ability to support opposition for all those rhinos and all those people. It's supposedly Trump's creating an enemies list. So he's keeping track of who screwed him over. And so he's able to uh, create the future of the Republican Party by uh, strategically supporting opposition candidates for those primaries. So uh, yeah, basically it's been a quiet week. Next week is the uh, impeachment. So we're going to have a little bit more info today. Um, 
Mike Lindell from MyPillow uh, did release a two-hour documentary. It's called uh, Absolute Proof. So basically going through all the proof of the election fraud. So check that out. Uh, you know, we've got a few Supreme Court cases coming up related to the election fraud. So it's not over yet. Don't give up hope. Hold the line. Remember all of those fundamentals of why we should have hope. It's not blind hope. It's not blind faith. It's basically, uh, you know, our rationality, knowing that uh, Trump and the military have formed an alliance together for the last four years. Trump has a a 91% support from the military and veterans. And um, the military has good people. We've, We've got good departments. We've got uh, the NSA listening to everything. Uh, We've got the White Hats in place. We've got uh, good people like Mike Flynn's brother, who's in charge of the troops in in Asia. And uh, and we've got Trump, who who has earned our trust through putting the MS-13 criminals away by fighting against human traffickers, by just making America great again for four years in his administration. And um, you know, he's just been a good good guy his whole life, you know, being an informant against the mafia throughout the 80s and uh, being an informant against Jeffrey Epstein before he was even president. So this is a guy who is fearless. He's not afraid to go against the deep state and he has not given up yet. He's a never surrender type of guy. So let's give him some time, see what he has up his sleeve. And, uh, and remember, we have the power. We are 80 million people strong. Whatever we do with our money, whatever companies we boycott, whatever banks we choose to support or not to support, uh, you know, we have the power. And ultimately, um, we are the ones that are going to determine the future of this republic. So that's why it's so important to form a community, communicate with each other on gab.com, telegram.com. Uh, the Telegram app, that is, and uh, and also becoming self-sufficient, investing in yourself, working for yourself, supporting you and protecting uh, your family and your community. So God bless all of you. Make sure that you, if you're interested in this silver thing that we're talking about and you want to get a consultation with someone who's a PhD economist, you can talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott. Just go to the uh, link in the description below. Uh, get an appointment because, you know, there's a really high demand right now. Uh, so you just have to get in line. And uh, and so uh, once again, on AmericanMediaPeriscope.net, Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Thank you and God bless all of you. Bye-bye.